Train Hard, Live Strong family. What's going on, everyone? Hope everyone had a great weekend and you're ready to crush this brand new week or any time of the week that you're listening to this. Hope you're ready and you're excited to listen to another amazing episode here on the Train Hard, Live Strong podcast. You know who I am, y'all. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beans Training and Apparel. In this episode, y'all, we have an amazing guest speaker come on the show and share her outstanding story. Amazing story. How about being resilient, pushing through hard lifestyle obstacles, especially when it comes down to how you view yourself. She says something truly amazing about her, about her point of view, about how she views herself, and it's accept and appreciate. And whenever we get into into the interview here and you listen into what she's talking about, I want you to remember that statement when she talks about it in this episode because in the way she puts it in her story was truly mind-blowing, eye-opening, and it could truly change the way that you view yourself because who cares what other people think, right? Who cares about what other people view you? It all cares about how you view yourself, all right? If you want to go ahead and uh, head over to the guest speaker's Instagram page, you got to go over to Instagram and check out at Tony Dino. T-O-N-I underscore D-I-N-O. Amazing stuff on there, y'all. And before we hop in, if you leave a nice little five-star review for this podcast, for this episode, it would truly mean the world to us here. And it really does help the podcast get pushed out to more people in the world, right? People who are listening to podcasts, who are searching for answers, who are searching for inspiration, motivation, drive, who are searching for an answer for questions that they might have. If you leave a nice little five-star review, it helps it helps get pushed out to the rest of the world so we can change lives across the world, y'all, because we're trying to inspire people to believe in themselves. And also, if you are struggling with finding workouts for you to do, or maybe you don't want to go to the gym yet because you're, you know, you're worried about COVID or you just don't want to be in the gym just yet, right? If you head over to hityourgoals.vhx.tv, I have exclusive workouts there. Right now, we have a 10-minute ab five-day series that you can do to get your core shredded, strong, leaner than ever, H-I-I-T, Y-O-U-R-G-O-A-L-S dot V-H-X dot TV. And if you want to try out some free 20-minute home hit workouts, head over to my YouTube channel, Matthew Fitness Trainer, and you can see all the amazing stuff there. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the show, Tony Liver. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations And we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. And we have today an amazing guest speaker, and I'm very excited to introduce Tony Livers. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm great. I'm finally here able to talk to you, so I'm very like, excited to hear about your story and, and the things that you love with Inside Fitness. So this is going to be very fun. Um, with, uh, so everyone who is listening right now, our current listeners, future listeners, people who don't know who you are, can you give like a nice little background on who Tony is and how you got to into fitness and just a little bit of your background? Yeah, totally. Um, so my name is Tony uh, Antonia. I am 27 years old. I'm living currently in Utah. 
America. I am born and raised from Germany, Cologne, um, went to school out there, um, did a certification or I graduated from school with what you would probably call it here, strength and conditioning coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked out there as a group fitness trainer, personal trainer and dance trainer. And when I moved out here, it um, switched more over to only one-on-one training, not really group training anymore. Um, And I also do now nutritional coaching, supplemental, like supplement coaching. Um, Yeah. Anything and everything around fitness and healthy lifestyles. (laughs) Yeah, cool, cool. And then you, uh, so you said over here we call it strength training coach. So what is it called? What is it called over there? Where you're from? Um, so the actual translation of what I did is, it doesn't make sense out here. So it's called um, certified gymnastics teacher. But oh. gymnastics means over there is more meant as strength and conditioning oh wow okay well yeah for gymnastics it seems like you need like a lot of strength and conditioning to be a gymnast so it makes total sense (laughs) yeah i mean but that that like the what i went to school for is has nothing to do with being a gymnast at all (laughs) like i i had um a half year uh some gymnast training in school because Uh we had like an all-around package of like all different types of uh trainings uh we had uh, stretching strength um yoga pilates uh ballet jazz temporary modern nice um then in the gym classic uh strength training um then normal stuff like um sports physiology uh, anatomy, English, German, everything. Yeah. All that stuff. Wow. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, that, that is crazy. So right now you're, you're here in America, but you're about to leave uh, to Germany in, in a week or so, right? On Monday. So in On three Monday. days. Wow. Are you excited? Yeah. yeah, I definitely am. That's good. That's uh, so good. Also a little curious what it's going to be like to fly internationally. Uh-huh. Like, I know flying in the States is not really hard right now. Uh-huh. I've been on a few flights for work, but, um, yeah. <laughs> well, good luck and be safe, obviously. But, yeah, uh, I'm trying. <laughs> good, good, good. So, I know we were talking a little bit, be- a little bit before this, but um, you came here March of 2017. And what kind of, like, brought you over here? And how has everything been? Like, what, did, were you into fitness before you came here? And, and when you got here, did it, like escalate did it like amplify your love for fitness and like just how was that whole process for you um yeah i got here in march and uh i came out to america because my husband is american i met him in germany um he was offered to play um in america american football then again so he went back to america and i came to visit and never left (laughs) again so um after that uh we went through the whole green card process i couldn't work actually for one and a half years which was crazy for me from coming from working six to seven days a week in germany to not working at all not really being legally here not being able to travel um 
yeah, the first one and a half years were pretty rough. Um, but right after that, uh, I was actually working out at a big box gym and the manager asked me if I want to work for them because they seen how I'm training. So I explained my situation and after that I started right away and I built my name in New Jersey. Um, uh, I built myself a pretty huge base of clientele. I started working double shifts uh, morning and afternoon because I was... Mm-hmm. I just, just didn't have hustling. You're just hustling. Yeah. I was working a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and at some point I just recognized that it's not worth it. So the working for a big box gym, you give away a lot of the money that is yes. what I think is supposed to be my money. Yes. Um, and it's a lot about quantity. It's not really anymore about caring about the person. It's just about getting more and more and more. Oh and God. that's so just not how I, how I work. Um, yes. I, was always that way that I uh, genuinely want to help someone. And even if that person will not start training with me or will not buy something from me or whatever, if I help that person, that person might refer somebody else to me. And Mm -hmm. I always think being a good person will help me in the long run. So I always went for a quality and, um, I was a really good trainer, but I stopped working there because I, I knew my value. I got to know my value out here way more because fitness is a bigger, bigger thing out here than in Germany. And um, oh, wow. there's just more room to grow out here. So yes. I'm definitely taking advantage of that. And um, I am working on myself a lot. Uh, I always tell my people... Um, live what you preach and um, lead by example. doesn't matter if you're a trainer or not, you can be a mom and you can still lead by example. I think that's just a very, very important part. Yes. Um, Yeah. So I think I brought my um, professional life with fitness out here to another level, but I think the passion is the same as it was in Germany. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. Did and what? What is it that training gives you? Why do you love it so much? What is it that that it gives your body, your mind, like your heart? What is it? What do you feel whenever you're training? Yeah. So, like I said, when I uh, came out here, there were a lot of things I had no control about. Like I did not know if I'm going to be able to stay out here. Mm. I did not know. If uh, when I go to the interview for my green card, if that person that's interviewing me is going to like me or not, they could just say no because they don't like me. So there's a lot of things I could not control. Um, But I recognize after a while that the only thing that I actually can control is myself and my body, the way I look, what I do and how I feel, Um, especially how I feel about myself. And um, so I started like taking training even more seriously for myself I started reading more I started watching more videos um, just to educate myself and I started about a half year ago to work with this company called First Form Mm -hmm. which um, is a supplement company but they are way more so they actually they generally care for people I have I have a coach that is sitting at the headquarters there who I'm talking to every single week, at least once. Um, they offer um, 
complimentary um, nutrition calls and sales calls and how to interact with people. There's a lot of things that I do know already, but there are people who are not personal trainers and who have not been in this business for as long as I have been. And um, they just, they care. And with them, ever since I started working with them, I took the nutritional and supplemental part more serious than I did before. There you go. Nice. Um, yeah. I like that. So I, I started taking it myself and I think yeah. seeing myself changing and improving, taking these supplements and taking it the right way and eating the right way and understanding the science behind it. That was in the end, what got me to like the next level. Like I definitely do look different than I did before and i even i put like a few before and after pictures just like a couple days ago together mm. because i just couldn't believe it i was i was just you know when you see yeah. yourself every day you're like yeah whatever you look pretty yeah. much the same and then you see a picture from a year ago and you're like hell no that's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah big change <laughs> yeah that's good though you um I, I, I've seen a lot of your uh, training styles and stuff like that. And it's very intense, very intense. Um, and I feel like to most people, sort of intimidating kind of because you're so – you come off very strong and it's the training style. You see that it's very passionate. You know, it's not just hard work. It's passion, self-love to yourself and you, and you push it out through training. Um, have you always trained like that or did it begin to escalate because of a certain – reason or just life overall or were you always like this uh, type of trainer well i mean obviously not always like in the beginning i guess when i went to the gym i just did like the basic stuff that you do in the gym not really knowing 100 percent how and what i always had a good feeling for my body and a good muscle mind connection but um i think it like strongly um developed or evolved over the past three years and I think a lot over the past year so I did I did a bodybuilding competition uh I think end of January mm -hmm. uh 2019 was it a bikini and, competition or um, like powerlifting yeah. um figure F okay 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 figure yeah okay. so and that I think taught me a lot so um not necessarily in a positive way, but I learned a lot about my body. I learned a lot Absolutely. where I never want to go back to. And um, which is, is, I mean, it's fine. I, I did it and I did good, but um, I sacrificed a lot. And I know now that it has not been worth it and I would not do it again. And I would also not recommend it from my personal standpoint. Right. Um, and uh, from there, getting back to, um, accepting my body the way it is um, and getting more into healthy eating habits again and not like thinking just because you eat a banana because it has a lot of carbs that you're eating a lot, you know, uh -huh. like that's just like that gets like so pushed into your brain when you're um, dropping your macros lower and lower and lower. And yep. um, so I learned a lot in that time. And after a while, I don't know when I, I uh, started using a kettlebell. I started out more <laughs> with basic exercises, but I do not do basic anymore. I there you go. Um, usually use one day a week where I'm just trying things out. So yeah. um, I 
known now that people call what I'm doing animal flows. I did not know that at that time. <laughs> I just tried to do functional body weighted exercises. Yeah. Just flow, you know, where you can yep. just go from one position into the next and it just looks like one movement. Yep. Well, um, I did that and then started with kettlebells. Same thing, like flowing from one exercise into the next, which are kettlebell flows. And it comes out now more and more and more and more people post about it and do it and see it. Um, yeah, and I think I started with that about like two years ago. Um, it wasn't really popular, but um, I think that's why I got a lot of clients too because I knew what I was doing. I was trying out a lot and I was teaching different than other people. I was not doing basic training. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to teach people how to understand their body better, how to connect with their bodies better and doing exercises where you really need a muscle-mind connection, where it's not mm -hmm. like you're doing, I don't know, um, overhead press for your shoulders and you know it's for your shoulders. Mm -hmm. I want you to get into like one of those animal flows and you know you have to engage your core because otherwise you're just going to drop flat on the ground, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I would say the past two years uh, got me more into, uh, I like to call the creative training. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. There you go. That's good. One thing I, I, I've always enjoyed is um, even us as coaches or whatnot, I've been training since I was, me personally, since I was 13, I've been you know, lifting weights. And it, just like you, I started very basic um, and it was simple, you know, weight lifting, you know, chest flies, bench press, incline, decline, flat, uh, regular lat pull downs, just basic stuff mm -hmm. like that. Not really, if it was a superset, it was just a generic superset, you know, bench press and rows, you know, like simple stuff like that. Um, and then when I went into the military in 2014, we, I began to train more of like full body functional, high intensive interval training performance type of, of circuits. And whenever I did that, it was so much, uh, so much more beneficial. I got so much more progress. I got a lot stronger and I felt more agile, more um, just functional overall. I was able to, to operate at like an elite level in my job. And, and, and in life as well, you know, yeah. doing, doing simple tasks or the everyday tasks that we, that we might get. Um, and I felt better that way. And it was never boring. I, there's a lot of clients or a lot of people that I get that, you know, um, or I, I was bored with my last program or I was bored with this. Or I'm getting bored with this. Like, do you have any new stuff I could try or this and that? And, and it's like whenever we begin to get bored inside fitness, you want to go and search for new things or sometimes it stops people you know and but for us as coaches it's, it's cool because and people who are in love with fitness and training you know they might feel this too but whenever we're training and uh and we find something different or we think like okay this is a core exercise how can i add this to it or superset this or add a sprint and like how's that gonna make me feel how's that mind and body connection gonna feel and then i'm gonna do that for two weeks and see how my progress changes and you get to gauge it's like always a game like I feel like no one has the exact blueprint for everything. It's always changing because you can always change it, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so training is nowadays definitely way more than just going to the gym and lifting a couple weights. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think if you're a coach and you're not a coach for only basic bodybuilders, you got to expand. You have to. 
Yeah. You cannot, you cannot, or not you cannot, but I think you will not be as successful if you just stick to that one lane. There are so yeah. many lanes that you can choose and go through. Like, I, I don't think you can just go with dumbbells and cables. Right, right, right. And you want to attack the, the body in so many different ways. You know, as long as you're attacking the body in different ways and different avenues, you're always going to keep the body progressing because it's going to be progressing into new places you've never been to before. So, like, exactly. it's, it's constant progress, which is, which is amazing. Um, and, and with the training that you do, uh, is it, like, how do you – when you go to your workout – and and you go there with like a clear mind do you go with like you know a little bit of emotional release like are you trying to train for physical improvement or like mental mindset strengthening or the combination of everything um good question i don't so i don't i don't have necessarily like a like a set goal for my training and um yeah sometimes when i don't feel good i'm happy that i can go work out or um, I do go very often for a walk, sometimes even with like a weighted vest on. Um, I, I have a dog. I take her hiking all the time. Um, and that helps me too. Like being outdoors helps a lot with like, um, it's like a therapy. Um, the gym obviously too. But this is <laughs> yeah. more like a ritual to me. Um, I'm going to the gym always first thing in the morning. I do there not start my day training somebody else before I haven't trained myself. Yes. So I recognize that prioritizing myself at some point in the day is so crucial and so important to me that if I would not do that, why would I train somebody else? You know, I... Dead on, why, on. why do I tell somebody else to do those things for themselves and even pay money for it when I'm not even sticking to it? So this is my ritual. I'm, if I have to work early, then I get up even earlier and work out. And if the gym is still closed at that time, I have weights at home, then I work out at home. I, there you go. I'm just not going to skip it. I have a very strict schedule for myself, how I work out. I work out six days a week and have the day where I'm not working out, it's like active recovery, definitely yeah. go for a walk or an easy hike or something, or I do yoga. Um, yeah, but I think starting your day off like that uh, just sets you up for success. Yes, absolutely. Like it just sets you up motivated, you feel strong, you feel like you achieved already something, and it's only 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. You, you feel like a warrior kind of like a like a like a superhero like you just pumped your body like you woke up and you and you showed love to your body like thanks for getting up for another day uh, I'm gonna treat you right today before we even start the day off you know I think that's that's yeah. so awesome and it feels good you feel so great like your mind's so laser focused throughout the rest of the day whenever you hit it right in the morning yeah and I mean everybody knows it's a good feeling when you get promoted at work or when you get a present from your significant other or whatever. But um, I, I can compare that for me at least with going to the gym and doing something that I haven't been able to do before or um, doing more reps on a certain weight or being able to use more weight or doing more reps on something or being able to do a higher box jump. Like yeah. um, just like accomplishments 
that you got to recognize and that you got to appreciate. And when you actually appreciate how you're improving and how you're growing on your fitness journey, it's just, that's like priceless. I mean, this is something that you work for. And that is something that a doctor cannot give you with a freaking surgery. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to work your ass off for that. Yes, it's not absolutely. It just happen. Right, right. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you, since you're going into this improvement phase and I love this, this is like, the best you know like oh my gosh you're about to about to spill a lot of good stuff right now because before we hopped on you were telling me a story about how you you know almost had to have a hip surgery and you're going to be in a wheelchair and all this other stuff and you fought against it and now you're here and you're walking you're training you're lifting and you're you're doing and you're living life how you want to live it so explain to us how that story was like how just bring us back to like before whenever you went to go i guess see the doctor for like your checkup to finally find out that you need hip surgery. Mm-hmm. So uh, I played basketball in Germany and I played um, pretty much on three different teams. I played 16U, 18U and the first women's league. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved it. I was good. I was a number two, number three. Um, I was very fast. Um, I guess what I uh, did wrong over all the time and what my coach also did wrong with us was, first of all, he never had a stretching or anything. It was just like, okay, we're doing a couple warm-up drills. And then he says, okay, stretch real quick. And the stretching was like literally like one, maybe two minutes. And then it's like, okay, let's go. And we're starting. Yeah. So, um, and also not a proper cool down or anything. So we have never been educated on that part of training. Right. Um, so in Germany, it's also different. You're not playing that in school. You're not on a school team. You're doing that after school, outside of school, and you pay for it, and you're on a travel team. Okay, so, okay. Um, so it's a little different. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I was always the person that was sprinting, like, full out, and then stopped. Just stopped, like, because Boom, whatever, turnover, whatever, and I just uh-huh. stopped. So, and this is every time really hard pressure on your hips, obviously, then also going for a layup or trying to block someone or whatever um, when you're jumping up and you're landing a certain way. This is mm. just hard stuff on your hips, and especially when you did it the way I did it. <laughs> and um, I started getting, like, major low back problems, and um, my knees were hurting, flaring up. I couldn't bend my legs properly. And oh, my gosh. I, I didn't know what was going on, so I had to go to a doctor and – the first doctor couldn't find anything on my spine and the next doctor couldn't find anything on my spine. And then I went to the last one. I went to like a actual sports clinic and they did an x-ray, not just of my spine, but also of my hips. And then they seen that I have a hip dysplasia on both sides. So that means my, my bone is just always like slipping out of the socket. Oh means my that gosh. my hips just like sliding back and forth and it like wraps off of your bone and it just does, it's a very uncomfortable feeling like right. that. That's why my hips were just a little bit crooked. That's why I had low back problems. That's why my knees were hurting and so on. So it's all connected. And um, so that doctor told me uh, the, <laughs> the first time that I got to be careful and um, that there's a chance that I need a new hip if I keep playing. So I stopped playing for like a half year. And then I went to my, bas- uh, to my basketball team for a game. And I watched and I started playing right away again because I just couldn't stop. I, I just seen my team there playing and I knew I would, I'm supposed to be there too. So I started again. Okay. And then a year later came that one day where um, we were 
in our prep time for the next season. We had a couple of prep games and I was one of the best players. My coach just told me that I'm going to be starting five in the first women's leagues, which was great for me because I was just 18U. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, I went to practice. I had just a layup and I landed. My hip totally popped out and started hurting pretty bad. I went back to the doctor and they said that I just overdid it and that I have to stop playing. And uh -huh. if I don't stop that, I need a new hip or um, I'm going to be in a wheelchair. And I, I mean, I was 18 years old or I was about to turn 18. I was just not okay with that. Um, so I, yes, I stopped playing basketball, but no, I did not go for the surgery. I, started going to the gym. I started strengthening my hips. I used uh, machines. I used bands. Um, I strengthened my legs, my low back. Um, yeah, and that's when it all got together, when I started getting totally into fitness because I needed a balance to this high athletic lifestyle I had before. So mm. I started going to the gym five, six days a week, plus dancing, um, hip-hop, and yeah. So that's how I got into it. <laughs> that's so start. yeah that's that's awesome i i it's always incredible to hear how people got into fitness or how they got to where they are today you know um and that's a like i said before an incredible story because you doctors are professionals in their area and that's an area we don't know a lot about you know if someone if a doctor says hey you need surgery on this majority of us are gonna be like oh my god he's he or she is a doctor I have to listen because they know what they're talking about. But in most cases, in my opinion, we're just a, a name on a piece of paper to them. And, and, and if they see a problem, they want to fix it. But same thing with us. We should be the same way. If we have a problem, we should fix it. And our problem, it might be more, you know, long term. So that you didn't just train that evening and you fixed it. You know, you've been doing it for, for months, years at a, at a time. And, and you've been consistent, 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 showing up and progressing and pushing. And I'm pretty sure your first few weeks or even maybe even now. My first but, year was shit. So exactly. I, I, I really, I was in pain. Like my hips were always sore. See? I got cramps all the time in my hips because it was really hard on my muscle. Mm -hmm. um, and working on that, I mean, you got to do that motion of the up, uh, the abductors and the yeah. adductors, you know, uh, to to strengthen all that around. But it was really hard on my bones too, because obviously they wanted to pop out the whole time, but the muscle was holding against it. Yeah. And, um, that was just. I was sometimes I left the gym crying because it was just hurting. Mm -hmm. I mean, and. I um I do not, I try to not think of that too often anymore but yeah I was I was in a lot of pain but it was muscular pain at mm. that point you know and yeah. um this is something that you can fix by yourself you do not need to go to a doctor to fix that muscular pain because it's just being sore getting adjusted to exercises you haven't been doing before mm. and um yeah, I have a hip dysplasia, and if I would not have that muscle mass around my hip, my my bone would just pop out of the socket still. So um, it is different than other people's hips, but my hips are fine now. It doesn't happen anymore at all, and I feel fine. You just got to find go. a good balance at some point. Yes, absolutely. And see, 
if I was to put myself in your shoes, right, I'm, I'm like mm-hmm. an elite basketball player. Like I'm, I'm the best on my team. My coach tell me I'm the best. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden, like I'm thinking like my future is going to be great. I'm going to do great at these games. I'm going to do phenomenal. Like, yes, my hips hurt, but it's okay, dude. Just push through it because something great could happen at the end as soon as we're done with this. And then you're doing your warm-ups, whatever, and then you hurt your hip. And then now you're taking time off and you're in the gym. And then when you're in the gym, like you don't know what you're doing. Like it's new to you. And, And whenever you're doing it, you know, it hurts and it's painful. And then I'm pretty sure days were like, you know, it's painful and you're hurting and you don't even know you'd start doubting yourself. Cause I would doubt myself. I'd be like, you know what? Like maybe the doctor was right. Maybe I should do it. Like, there's no way I'm going to fix myself. Like, what am I, what am I thinking I could do? But then you push through those things just like anybody else. If someone hasn't seen 10 pounds off the scale yet, and they've been training for three months and they're just getting to it, just getting into it. It's the same kind of concept. You know, you have to like push past those times where it is difficult and you might be in pain. It might be not the best for you in the current moment, but you got to keep showing up. You got to keep showing up, man. You got to keep showing up because what what else is there to lose? What what else would you have lost if you didn't go to the gym? Like if you would have just not went to the gym and fixed it yourself, you probably would have not been able to do all the incredible things you do today. You probably would have been in a wheelchair. Who knows what would happen, you know? But you took your life in control and you made the progress that you wanted to have because this is your life at the end of the day. It's nobody else's. Exactly. Yeah. I, the only thing I knew is I don't want to have a, um, a hip replacement. So I had a friend in school. She had a hip replacement because she had something that you could not just fix. Um, And seeing her, First in a wheelchair because she couldn't walk. Obviously, with with a uh, um, in with a um, neuro um, hip and all the scars and stuff. I mean, that all had to heal up, so you couldn't move too much. So she had to stay in that wheelchair. She was two weeks in the hospital. Then she had, I think, two weeks in the wheelchair, and then she was only allowed to walk. No jogging, no sprinting, not oh, on man. the bike, not even a bike. I mean, come on, a bike. So. <laughs> Only walking, and then a half year later, she was allowed to oh my god ride her bike, and then after two and a half years, she was allowed to go for light jogs. Oh my god! And That's two that, and a half years, you don't get back. That and she's not into working out or being active like me, but hmm. just seeing that, I was just I was just over it right away. I said, no, this is not going to happen to me. I can't do that. Wow. It's just not no. That's crazy. No so I'd much rather be in pain and knowing that I'm working on myself than not being able to move at all. Because right. uh, I I know that I'm I'm kind of a control freak. Um, when I say uh, control what you can control, I'm definitely that type of person. Um, and not having control over my body by not being able to work out or not being allowed to work out, that would probably freak me out. So, yes. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. no, that would have not been good chance. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm there with you. I'm no there chance. with you. <laughs> um, so, I think I kind of already know the answer here, but I want to ask because I want to hear your response. So, with all the things that has gone through, that you've gone through, especially with fixing what a doctor said that would be something that would need surgery and you went along and fixed it and strengthened it improved it is your training 
whenever you're training and you're in the gym and you're just working out, you're working out, is mentally, whenever you're viewing yourself, is it more for the physical type of physique change that you're receiving or is it for I want to live a long, happy, strong life and be as functional as I possibly can for as long as possible? Um, so I think I think I think you cannot take apart physical and mental health. I think they both they both like play together. Okay. They belong together. So yes. I do not know a single person that is physically in great shape and mentally in horrible shape, except people that do bodybuilding competitions. But then again, there is the question, what is physically good? What is physically bad? I think physically for a woman to be at 6-7% body fat is not good, and that is not healthy. That's why the mind is not healthy either. Wow. So... Um, I'm I'm working out and I'm working out really hard because it satisfies me at that point. I feel good about myself doing that. And we all know that here our um, happy hormones are being spread out when we work out properly. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think I do it mostly because it's something I can control and it makes me feel good. And um, I started working a lot on my mental health over the past years and i do believe strongly that the gym played a big part in that so yes. yeah working out and working out hard means for me feeling good and looking good i mean i might not look good for everyone but i feel good the way i do i there there is obviously always stuff to improve and stuff that i want to get better at i i want to get maybe a little bit leaner uh, not crazy, but a little bit, and just like, but that is more like this competitive mindset I have. Yeah. Um, and that has nothing to do with beating myself up and saying, "Oh my gosh, I look horrible. I got to work way harder or something." No, I'm I'm at a good spot right now. I'm doing good for myself, and I know it takes time, and you got to put in work. I mean, I'm always telling people who want to lose weight. Um, how long did it take you to get obese? Mm. I bet you it wasn't a week. So how are you expecting your body to get back to that in a week? I mean, right. you know, what you can eat onto your body over years, don't expect that to go away after a couple of months. Work for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Spot on. Dead. Dead on the point. That was uh, exactly how, how it is. Absolutely. And yes, training... Um, I thought for the longest time that I could fix a lot of my mental uh, mindset uh, fogs with training. And whenever I was training, especially in the military, I was training and training and training all the time, like excessively uh, because of the mental state that I was in. I really wanted to find happiness. I wanted to find like myself sort of. And just like you said, I feel like it, it did help me find my route. Like it did help me find uh, answers to things that I was like wondering or things that I was thinking about myself and training brought that up. Even if it had nothing to do with physique, like let's say it had nothing to do with physique. It was all based off of, oh, what people think of me as I try to lead people or, you know, something as simple as that or whatever. In the gym, I'm training, I'm training, I'm training. And then people come and work out with me. 
and then I set the circuits and then they follow and then we're all improving. And without me noticing, I just led people through a circuit that now is improving them. So now I think like, oh, you know what? I could do that in life. I can do that in my career. I can do that over here. So then you take those factors and then you implement it somewhere else. And then that's how it helped me find my clarity. So I feel like it's beautiful in how you can take training or fitness, nutrition even, and implement it, be consistent, passionate, and love the, the journey. And you can see how it impacts the rest of your life. Yep. Leading so by cool. example. Yes. That's why I love Literally. you said that. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's huge. And I love how you said you're uh, competitive against yourself. I think that is also another huge point because a lot of us, we uh, sometimes a lot of people are very competitive with themselves as in like the bad type of competitive. Like, oh, I hate this. Just like how you said that you're not. But, you know, some people say that they hate themselves and they hate this and they hate this. So then they don't eat. They starve themselves and they do tons of cardio, tons of cardio. And it's competitive because they want to basically kill the things that they hate about themselves. But instead, on the other side, the positive side, you know, if I didn't get 405 on deadlifts and I know I can, I'm going to train for that 405 and I'm going to crush it next time. Like, cause I know I can, and I know I can do it and I want yeah. to do it. So that's a healthy competitive side. Yeah. I, um, th that was a very important part for me because I used to be like that. So, um, I have white spots. I don't know if you can really see that right now, but I have like a lot of white spots. So that, There's white skin, there's brown skin. Um, okay. Yeah. So I have vitiligo. And when that started, uh, I was 14 years old. So you're in that age where you definitely do not want to look different than everybody else. Mm -hmm. um, so I was literally beating myself up about what I looked like. I was like, oh my gosh, you look fucking ugly. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Excuse go me. Go ahead. Express yourself. <laughs> Express it. <laughs> um And I I was literally standing sometimes in front of the mirror and looked at myself. Now I just told myself that I fucking hate myself, that I'm stupid and ugly. And why do I have that? And I was like, why? Why is it me? And, you know, like being like a freaking victim and like wearing T-shirts or long sleeves. And I, I don't want to offend people who have it. I'm just saying I was there before too. But at some point I got so many white spots that, I could not even hide them anymore. Then I, then I would have to wear always everything long and have to wear face mask always, uh -huh. you know, like right. at, at some point I, I just had like, I was at a point where I was like, okay, either you accept it or you're going to be a freaking victim your whole life. So I started accepting it and I started as soon as I accepted it, I went to the next step and I was like, okay, maybe you can appreciate it. Maybe I mean, not everybody's going to like it, but you know, if somebody says something nice about it, then take it as a compliment and don't, don't be weird about it. And at some point, yeah, I started appreciating it more. And now I'm literally at the point where it's like my brand. I'm posting pictures of myself where I'm wearing a sports bra or a bikini in summer. Be like, yo, that's, that's just what I look like. And that's totally mm -hmm. cool with me. And I, um, I developed this mindset and I got really strong about that. And I am, um, um very stubborn i'm a very strong-headed person and um but i do appreciate it like i i know 
for fact who I am. I know my value. I know what I can offer. And there's no one who can really irritate me in that. There so you go. I can get weird messages. People can look at me weird or give me weird comments. And that's totally fine. But I leave that always with them. And I know that especially women go to the gym and they compare themselves with others. Mm-hmm. And I really, I try to not do that at all. Uh, of course, sometimes you're like seeing another girl and there's the one girl in the gym and she's like, she's stronger than me. I'm like, damn man, why is she strong? <laughs> but, but that's like, that's like, okay, cool. She's stronger than me. Not like, oh my gosh, she looks way better than me. I'm so yes. ugly. And you know, I, and that's more like the competitive side. I, I wanted to change my mindset. I wanted to change the way I think. So I did. And I did not want to just talk about it. And I don't want to hear from girls always, oh my gosh, look how good this person looks or this person. Yeah, but you don't have their genetics. You are not that person. Work on yourself, man. Mm-hmm. Focus on yourself. You can never focus 100% on yourself when you're always looking for everybody else. Right, right. You know, Absolutely. be competitive, yes, but be competitive with yourself. And like seeing that girl lifting, doing overhead presses with 60 pounds gets me to, okay, cool, I'm at 50, I got to get my next step is 55, and then I'm going to get to 62. Yeah. Not that I have to be like her, but then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just competitive. I, I want to get better. I want to I wanna be stronger. I want to be more and more and more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody should want that for themselves. Everybody should want more and more and more. It's not obsessive. I don't think it's, it's, it's obsessive or addictive. It's just you, you want to like, you're pouring out your potential. Like you're pouring it out oh, every day, every day, every day. And, and you can see it. You know, you can, you can see it. That's the beautiful thing about training. I feel like is like, one day you're doing 50s, then in two weeks you're doing 55s, and then two weeks you're doing 60s, and then now you know you're you're doubling the reps, you know, and then now you're getting stronger, and then now you can see like it's this constant visual progression that you get to see or feel, you know, vice versa. So yeah. I think training fulfills that, and I think that's incredible. I love that you said accept and then appreciate. I think that is huge. There's a lot of stuff, and that goes with everything we've been talking about. You know, control what you can control. If you you can't control what's happening on your skin, you know that's something that just is just happening. But what you can that's control right. is, how, yeah. is, is how you visualize yourself, how you react to what other people are saying, how you react to what you tell yourself. You know, you get to react on what you can do aside from that. You know, what can you do with your health? What can you do with your 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 definition or your strength or your speed or your agile what, whatever it is that you want to improve what can you do with that because that's something that you have control over so it's awesome that you went through the hip stuff you know you went through the hip struggles and then you you fixed it you you're strengthening it and you continue to go through you know improvements daily and then this happens to you with your skin and then now you got to deal with this life's always going to throw us curveballs life's always going to throw something at you because we, we're supposed to be tested you know and and accepting and appreciating that is the most beautiful way that you could have said that i've never heard it before and i'm so glad that you said it because it's true and coming from you it's just raw and it's i hope people can take that away i hope people can take that away yeah i mean you cannot go from hating yourself to loving yourself just like that Mm -hmm. um i think it's a lot is being aware of things that you're doing and um how you react to certain situations, how you react to yourself. And 
I I just uh, put a post on Instagram about that out, I think a couple of days ago, where I said, why don't you start your day with saying like three good things about yourself? Why why don't you start with something positive? Like, why do you have you to start your day with beating yourself up right away? I mean, that's not going to help you. It's not going to make your day brighter. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, I, I think there's so much, you know, there's so much that you can control in a positive way. And it all starts with your mind. And if, if you, if you can tell yourself in the mirror, Hey, um, you're going to have a good day today because you have a good character. You're a genuine person. And I don't know. I like your arms, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know, something like damn girl, you look good today. Something you like about yourself or, Hey, I like my hair or yes. I like the uh, color of my eyes, mm-hmm. something and just start it like that and keep that in your mind throughout the day. If something shitty happens, tell yourself, hey, I told myself I'm going to have a great day today because I am a good person. I am doing good things. So let's go. Fuck it. Whatever happened, let's it go. happened. <laughs> you know, it always starts with your mind. So just just stick with it. And don't always, I, I just can't stand that people are always giving up so fast. I mean, you're letting yourself down. That is horrible. Like, don't do that i mean you got to live with yourself your whole life long why mm-hmm. do you want to be so bad to yourself yes absolutely that's wow that's like a message that it's like um it's always trying to be put out there we that's i love how you said that i can't even re-say it again because it was you got me like in loops that was that was a great way to say it that was such a great way to say it. we always are like a, we're like our biggest critics like why are we the only ones putting ourselves down when other people they, they're the ones that do that. Like, let other people do that. Don't do that to yourself, you know? And that's such a great way that you said that. Wow. It just because hits we, harder, you know? When you yes. when you talk bad on yourself, it just hits harder than when other people say it. Because when you're in that state then you of believe mind it. where you're... Huh? Because then you believe it. You believe that exactly. you're ugly or whatever you can tell you yourself up. lies. Yes. Literally. And you yes. will believe them at some point. Mm-hmm. And when somebody else tells you, Oh my gosh, your skin looks disgusting. But when you know for yourself, no, I'm not, then you can tell that person, no, I don't. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Like I had a guy walking past me in the grocery store and he said, Oh my gosh, that's a tough sunburn, huh? And I, I just I just sized him up and I was like, You're pathetic, man. So I'm, and then I just keep walking because you know that's that's on him. Yeah. And uh by me just sizing him up and then leaving that did definitely not give him what he wanted. Right. So, and that's fine with me because I know I'm not disgusting, man. I just have a skin condition and that's fine. It happened. I can't change it. And if you are so uneducated, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. You're not smart. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it, it goes along with anything, you know, if, um, if right now where you know someone listening doesn't like where they're at physically, they might be overweight or they might be super super skinny and they want to put on muscle, it's it's right now. Like you can fix that. You can fix what it is. And even if you can't fix something, like you know what's what's, what's, what's going on with your skin, you can't fix it. But you can just like you said earlier, accept and appreciate, and you can fix the mentality you have around it. Which either way. You can fix something. Something can be fixed and you can win-win. Always. We can yeah. win-win. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. And people so... always say, yeah, life is a journey. Okay, why don't you take your body on that journey too? Yes. Oh, my. It is. You know, it's a journey anyway. So yes. <laughs> if you want to gain weight or lose weight or gain muscle, lose muscle, lose body fat, whatever, it's part of the journey too. Uh-huh. So, And a journey is pretty long. It's not going to yes. just stop. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. oh, my gosh. Tony, this has been such a great, great talk. It, it was you you've taught me a lot and i that's why i love talking to a lot of the you know guest speakers because you learn so much and and you have brought some crazy stuff to, to me i'm thinking about a bunch of stuff right now and like you've brought some great value and you opened my eyes to a lot of stuff too which is so awesome so i hope it helped a lot of people as well um for anyone listening right now or in the future and they want to find you or they want to maybe you know get coached by you or they just want to say thank you where's like the best place for people to find you uh probably on instagram my instagram is like a business account and i mean obviously i have an email too but um i would say just reach out to me on instagram i'm very active on there i'm posting on a regular basis um for nutrition clients i have a private facebook group um that i can invite people to they have to answer a couple of questions so i have a little bit background knowledge about those people already and um yeah i I would love to get more people on always. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we're going to put your Instagram handle in the show notes. So anyone listening right now wants mm-hmm. to hurry up and go over there real quick. Um, you just go ahead, click it, and it'll take you right to her page. Um, so you can show some love or ask her any questions or whatever you want to do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have found any sort of value in this episode, you have grabbed something or you can resonate with Tony and you can feel where she's coming from. Or maybe you're in the same situation as she is or she was in. If you just grab any sort of value today, all we ask is you simply share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, somebody out there. Because the more people we can get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. But thank you for listening to another episode here on the Train Hall Liftron podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Tony. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. Live strong, guys. Yeah. All right, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode of guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.